Welcome to Oyana, a teenager's journey to self-love. Our mission is to inspire, educate and empower, helping teenagers and parents to navigate through life and connect with their inner self. I'm your host and life coach, Carol Oakley, and thank you for tuning in. And as always, I hope you're all having an amazing week. Um, Yeah, it seems like all the weeks are merging into one at the moment, aren't they? Um, And they're going so quickly. Yeah, I'm just finding them to go so quickly. I can't believe we're sort of quarter into the year already. Uh, So today I I have an exceptional young young man. His name is Haroon. He's a co-founder of Future Talent Management. Now, I first heard about Haroon when I attended the UK Youth Inspiring Hope um, Virtual Awards, and he was a he was a nominee in one of the categories. And I just I really loved his story, and I just thought, you know what, I want to get him on, you know, get him on so he can uh, share his story with you all. Uh, so Haroon is here to talk about his journey, as I said, and. Uh, his battles and goals. So stay with us, you know, please stay with us. Keep us company because I'm sure you will enjoy our our chat. So without further ado, let's say hello to Haroon. Hey Haroon, how you doing? All right, thank you. All right. <laughs> Literally. Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate it. I know you're you're a busy young man at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, man. I pretty now. Literally, I'm honored. Thank you. I appreciate. It. Literally, right now, you got to make the best of the circumstances. I mean, literally. Mm. Absolutely, and that's all we can do. It's been a year since we've uh, since the lockdown, and um, yeah, I think it's a year that we can all, yeah, hopefully learn from. You know, learn from. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that you know we've kind of made it um, positive or productive in one way or the other. Uh, so Haroon, um, before we kind of get into the conversation, as always, I always like to ask my guests all about the, but all about their background and everything. So if you can share with us about your, yeah, about your background and your journey. All right. Uh, where do you want me to start off? Like beginning of my entrepreneur entrepreneurial career, or yeah, start or even like kind of because I know you said that you obviously you started a jewelry business at thirteen, so it'd be just good to. <laughs> you know start from there really you know how did you get into that you know why did you get into that and and then just take us along to where you to where you are now and obviously I'll ask mm. you ask you questions um as and when I feel it's it's fit oh, no problem yeah. yeah so I don't really speak about this much but um I used to like love I used to like play football hard when I was younger like like on the team and everything but obviously asthma gone away Everyone always uses a lot of guys use excuse as knee injury as an excuse to like you know because because they couldn't make it they just use knee injury as an excuse but for me it was literally bad asthma so mm-hmm. when I was like in secondary school and I wasn't the most I wasn't the smartest kid like academically so I knew for from the get go I was I was gonna make it through school and now I, I was in hospital more than I was at school literally the attendance says it all and um, as soon as I got into secondary school Catholic school um, I just had I kind of like lost hope within myself like I didn't know. Like, it was the only thing that I knew what to do, you know what I mean? But I remember what, what happened. I remember I must have had, like, a like a mad, like, fight. Like, I must have been such an angry kid growing up. And this teacher for, like, the year 11s, like, she kind of took me in and knew how to, like, she's the only one that could control me. So she must have brought, um, brought me at the back of her class and watched The Apprentice with her business. She used to um, teach business class, right? 
Okay. So the kids were watching The Apprentice. So the eleven, the eleven were doing business, I think, for their mocks or something. So I was at the back, literally, um, watching it. And ever since I got hooked onto it, and this lady, other than teaching, like she was a landlady as well. She had houses in Coventry in London. So I always like I was inspired by her so much. So um, yeah, I'm like twelve at this time, right? And she asked me like, Harun, other than football, what, what else are you interested in? And for for a long time, I couldn't really answer her. So I I hate like. 12 turning 13 I go Paris because I normally go Paris I've got family there right okay so I go I go Paris there I'm walking down um Paris and my mom she bumped into her old like jewelry supplier because mom used to do jewelry years before she had me yeah and honestly we go into the ladies shop whatever and I was just so I don't know I just I was just so into it like I just I, there was so much jewelry and diamonds everywhere like, I went I went a bit dizzy like <laughs> I was so much <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah and um What's it? What happened? So whenever we go like holidays, a family would get a little pocket money. So I said, you know, I'm gonna spend all my money on like some jewelry or whatever. Yeah. Just and I remember at the time my friends used to sell drinks and food at um at school. So he used to brag about like making a killing and making a few hundred quiz like at the end of the week. So I said, you know what? Yeah, let me compete with him. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, and at the time as well, like the school I went to was how can I explain it? The kids that went to the school, a lot of them were from a the private background. However. A lot of the kids that lived within the area were from a very good background because this place was in Ikenum and it's quite a known, like where I'm from is quite a, you know what I mean, as you call it, a bougie area. So Ikenum, did you say? Ikenum, Ikenum. Oh, Ikenum. Yeah. Yes, I've heard of Ikenum. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The house, yeah, so the house is there. It's all right. So, um, yeah, yeah. I bring jewelry back from um, school and obviously, you know, and what I did, I waited for non-school uniform day so that, because uh, I know when people, when kids wear, um, um, close from home they like to look their best and I said to myself a week before they have no, no screen from them I sold jewelry to them so they look 10 10 you see what I'm saying oh. but this was my strategy you see what I'm saying okay. exactly <laughs> brilliant and something I, I learned about girls is girls love to look so imagine girls love to look so good like this theory still proves my point yeah. people even doing um, challenges on TikTok just to you know get, get dressed you know what I mean so yeah. I remember I used to target the girls more than the guys, actually. It was actually a, a female jewelry business for at, at the start because girls were a lot more serious than the guys, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long Brilliant. story short. Really? Yeah, so just, so you, you used to target the girls and uh, make a little bit of pocket money. That, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. I think it's worth letting our listeners know your your age because you're you're mm. you're still you're still very young. I mean, you're you're 17 now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, yeah, for you to have that entrepreneurial spirit at such a young age is is, is fantastic. Um, can I just kind of go back a little bit? So you said that you loved football. Mm. You loved football, but because of your asthma, you had to kind of let it go. So how old mm. were you when you had to when you when you had to come to that really difficult decision? So basically, when I left year six, I had um. So year six uh, is uh, 10, 11, isn't it? 10, 11, yeah. 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 So I had trials with QPR, like a proper big club. Like, oh, they're wow. Only, yeah, they're only a big club for like young people, but they're not like Premier League. But yeah, so um, I must have, the day I had my, my trials, I had a bad asthma attack, so I had to get admitted that day. And that day I knew that was my last chance, like, you know what I mean? And you, you're 10, 11, like, you got a lot more time than that. Come on now, you see what I'm saying? But yeah. it's a thing of, at the time, my friends were getting signed on to big clubs, semi-pro, like, they were young, young, but they were signed to big, like, I think, it wasn't, it, the saddest thing is, it wasn't even comparison, it was like, nah, I blew it, like, there's no way I'm going to get past this type of thing, you know what I mean? So yeah. by the time I go into secondary school, I already knew that 
let me just let it go. Like, let me just play for fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Very- so, sorry, Haroon. So, so you just made that decision there and then you just thought, you know what, because of your, your medical condition, there's no way mm-hmm. you're going to be able to, um, you know, progress it as a, yeah. as a career. Yeah, I just feel impossible. Like, like my my biggest thing, the worst one was winter, because winter was when like it's cold. You know, I mean, it was happy when Halo with you. So I was like, I just, you know, it is. Yeah, I feel like my biggest heartbreak was like losing football, because I felt like growing up, um, this is it's not how I feel. It's actually the truth. I had a lot of um anger issues, so football was like my art. That was my way right. of dealing with the anger. You know what I'm saying? Projecting my, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. me being sporty, it kept, it kept number one. Basically, birds with one stone, right? So being yeah. sporty, you know, dealt with the asthma. Um, being um um playing football all the time and waking up early, self discipline. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Being around friends, like it's it, it kept me focused. That's what I could say. It kept me focused and made me behave. So mm-hmm. I feel like losing football is like I lost the foundation to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So by the time I went to secondary school, there was kids. I was never friend by other people, like. The fact that I was able to play a little and and there's comp- it's all about competition, right? So I felt inspired, but I looked at myself like with the eyes when I looked at the other kids, I was like, nah, no way. It's not even just that, like I just I thought, I don't know, like I just I need I'll just be real with myself, you know what I mean? I was just mm. I was just being realistic, unfortunately. But yeah. So yeah. me having the jury, the jury kind of healed the the losing football type of pain because by the time I went on to the jury yes I, I can't I can't lie sit here and say I forgot I forgot all about uh, football but yeah. the jury did kind of distract me away from that you know what I mean okay so, yeah. you, were thir- you were 13 then wasn't it when you set up your little business at, at school selling selling your jewelry yeah so 12 so when I went to France I was 12, 12 I remember it was for my 13th birthday we went there so yeah literally so by the time I came I was 13 I, I can't lie at first it wasn't even meant to be like a a full business. I just, I can't lie. Like, I just, I just like, I like making money. I can't lie. I just like hustling. <laughs> like, yeah. literally. And I like doing it legally as well because um, it was like growing up, like my role models, they weren't like doing things the right way. So I was oh, able to, okay. yeah, I was kind of able to right their wrongs to a certain extent, you know what I mean? And I, when I, as soon as I entered the year seven, two of my, my cousins were doing like a quite long sentence in, in prison. So it was kind of like, oh, how can I explain it? Like, I'm making a, not even making a family proud, but I just, I'm breaking the cycle, you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, man. That's good. Imagine, pardon? No, that's amazing. That's fantastic mm-hmm. for you to, you know, to, to think like that, wanting to break that cycle, you know? Yeah, not many young, young, young men would, would think like that, which, you know, so I, I admire you, you know, for you to have that, that mindset, have that mindset. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so, oh, thank you. so you, um, da, 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 da. I've got so many questions for you. So <laughs> obviously you had your, you, you had your little jewelry business and that, mm-hmm. you know, that went, that, you know, that was all right, wasn't it? That kind of, um, made you a little bit of money and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that, um, you got kicked out at 14. Can you explain that part of your journey? Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, when I was um fourteen, um, so when I was at like, 13, 14, uh, I used to get ex. What's the word? Suspended from school quite suspended. a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it might. I had more suspensions than detentions actually. That's how bad it got. Um, and it was like, I was actually a well-behaved kid, but whenever I would tolerate things to a certain extent, then I would just like, I won't say throw attention, but I would just lose it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, 
And my biggest issue was two things. Obviously, this, for the teachers, my, my biggest issue was the fact that I'm a kid that comes out of hospital and rather than guide me, you're, you're think, I don't want to explain it. You, you see me as an enemy rather than, you're meant to, as a teacher, your duty is to take care of the kids. Like, my care is in your hands and you're meant to mentor me, but you see me more as an enemy. How can you be like 30, Ogniver, like 14 old? It makes no sense, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and with the students, was like, how can I explain it with the students? So you know how easy you get drawn into things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously through that time of my life, um, my friend got stabbed. Um, long story short, there's a lot of things going on. So I was kind of very protective and yeah, so yeah. So you yeah, got kicked way- out of school? Did you, sorry, I might just want to be, want to be clear. Did you get was yeah. it out of school that you got kicked out of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I got okay. kicked out. I got kicked out of school, but um, yeah. Long story short, as they were kicking me out, they kind of said, "Oh, we'll kind of give you a second chance type of thing, right?" And then I said to mom. So, okay, I got kicked out of school. I got sent to a, a PRU. So, a PRU is a people referral unit. Yeah. So, the way I call, I call it a juvenile for kids is because it's like, it's so just like a prison. Like, before you get in, you get you get tapped, you get patted down. There's like that little mechanical thing that swabs you down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let the, to make sure you haven't got nothing on you. Um, Before you open any door, they got put in a password. So, it's like, it's literally like a, wow. a you know what I mean? So, when I went to visit my, my cousin, like, it, it, it gave me kind of, Honestly, PTSD is a strong word, but it gave me flashbacks, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, flipping, I'm not going to say walking the line because that's just school, but like, yeah, before we even going to the toilet, you need to have um, a, a teacher go with you and, you know, put in a password. So just, if I felt like I was a criminal. That's how I felt. That's, that's what I felt. Like. I felt like I lost everything when I went to a crew and it was like, it got so bad where even if I wanted to go back into like public school, no schools in my borough was accepting me because of what I'd done, you know what I mean? So, yeah um and you were 14 15 then yeah so Is when i was right? 15 yeah yeah so my, on my after get after leaving that pre i only lasted three days by the way oh, okay. <laughs> after okay. leaving that pre, yeah no man after leaving that pre i came home saying mom i'm not i'm not I'm not going to school anymore and she, she thought and she got kind of short thinking like what makes you like say you're not going to school and i, I just came to realize like like i said nah i just i'm not doing it man like Nah, nah, school just I'm not doing it. And 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 basically, um, I believe so much in my in my vision and my plan. I gave up on school completely. I I I even I was even willing to get kicked out of of of, of home. That's how that's how much I even believed in my my dream, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And from where my mom is coming from, I don't blame her because it's like your child's already so behind in life, he missed so much of school by being in the hospital. The fact that he's not going to school is putting him even at bigger disadvantage, you know what I mean? Mm. So it was like, you need to have some, because long story short, I have an older brother that's quite successful, right? Yeah. Um, he's um PDD son's fashion stylist and Chris Brown's fashion stylist. So, oh, wow. Yeah, and he's only 21. So it's oh, like, wow. that's you, a, you might be, <laughs> yeah, you might be thinking, model. yeah, you might be, well, not close, yeah, you might be thinking like, um, wow, like, really 13 business, but, it's kind of expected where I'm from, but by the way, our, our mom raised us, you know what I mean? Like mm. her mom and her grandma had business at 13 already. So it's like kind of expected, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, so yeah, anyways, what was I going to this? Um, yeah, so it was a thing of like, my mom was like, no way everyone in the family is successful and you're just going to be a bum. Like, that, was, that was her mentality at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I told mom, we had an ultimatum. She said, give me a month through me that you're worthy, like not going to school ever. Then obviously... Um, I'm a, we could we come to a sort, some sort of agreement, right? Yeah. So a whole month, I woke up at six in the morning. We come back like at nine, ten. Literally going to networking events, uh, mm. meeting, just 
hustling hard. Like even got, I was even working so hard to the extent where every, I wake up at five in the morning, go for an, an hour jog, come back home, get dressed, wear my suit, go to meetings, all the way to flipping Romford, flipping, <laughs> you know what I mean? Go to yeah. that mad networking event. So yeah, for that whole month, literally, I never even stayed. I I was always out and about. So my mom could see how much I, I, it meant to me. You know what I mean? Like mm. your, your sons are tea. Like what do most teenagers do? They go parties, bang yeah. out, play. Imagine, I even believed in my dream so much. I, I sold my PlayStation to invest in my business. That's how much she saw. Wow. How, yeah, wow. all my... How committed you were to, to, exactly. get, it, yeah, to get it off the off the ground. The, mm. Well, so, God, before we before you kind of talk to us about your dream and where you are now, because I, I, just, I just love giving our listeners, our young listeners, some advice. Can you give anyone um, some advice based on your experience of just um one just being dropped from school and also taking out your frustration because of your medical condition and you know is there any advice that you can give to our listeners that who are not kind of you know have kind of lost kind of hope in whatever dream they had whether it's sport or whatever and now they're having I mean obviously we're all in kind of lockdown now and you've all mm. they've all kind of gone back to school which obviously mm-hmm. has been a challenge in itself but yeah is there any is there any advice you can give to any of our pupils that are or to listeners I should say who are have lost hope in any way and are just not kind of engaging in school at all for, for whatever whatever their circumstance and how they um, deal with it um so these are for people that aren't ready in schools. Because me personally, I don't advise any young people to drop out. But for those that aren't in school and you're not seeing progress, all I can say is like, my 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 my, my best friend loves these in this that quote. Rome wasn't built in a Rome wasn't built in a day. So I'm not speaking about all the successes like building the business, but there's a lot more downfalls than you know what I mean than greatness. And it's like this is something I learned about life is yeah the biggest things you want in life does not come easy it mm. doesn't come easy at all like yeah. oh, absolutely I agree you know what I mean like yeah I built my dream business from a hospital bed and it was like I just wrote a business plan and I made uh but first and foremost you gotta make sure you're a serious person because a lot of people talk when they make actions you know what I mean so I remember I even took like a whole Every, what I do every every January from I take three months of social media so just focusing on my foundation so Actions speak loud in the words, so just keep um what's the word um investing yourself like you know what I mean sacrifice as well. That's another thing I saw like mm. sacri- I never went to parties you know since I was um the first party I went to was like when I was like sixteen because yeah. okay so a lot of my friends like, I lost them because they if I didn't they thought I was a bit um distant because they invited me to the party and I would turn them down not because I, I didn't like them or they like people that went there but it was because. Mm. I'll spend those Saturdays writing my business plan and planning my photo shoots you know what I mean mm-hmm. for my business yeah. so it's like. It makes no sense to spend your business money on Afro Nation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. literally, <laughs> also, don't spend money. The biggest, all oh, my days, the biggest, I won't say regret, but the biggest thing I've learned, I spend ridiculous money on food and cl- designer clothing. And mm-hmm. it's like, why are you going to spend money to impress people you don't even like? It makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember at one point I was making money where my, my bank would freeze my money because they're like, how are you 15 and you're making like, you have no legitimate business. I mean, you're not established and you're, you know what I mean? And you're making this money and it's like, wow, I'll spend it. I'll spend it on ridiculous things. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I even lost that one point and 
I remember I gave all the, all the as you call it, drip away because it's like, I rather live within my means, stay at home with my parents till I'm like 25. Yeah. Then, like, 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 my friend did last month, he bought a house at 22. So it's like, you gotta make sacrifices. Like, mm-hmm. all these, all these success stories you hear from people is, is hard. You lot just see the, 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 the nice thing on social media. No one ever, yes. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. literally, like, Oh, I'm telling you, sacrifice is important, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's such a I just love it. You know, I think that's just so that's brilliant that you 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 know to hear this, you know, it's fantastic. Um that you had that mindset, you know, regardless of your setback of not being a footballer or anything, you know, which must have been hard at the time, of course. But then for you to flip that and turn that around to 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 make something positive of yourself is is incredible. You know, that's absolutely brilliant. And do you think, I mean, you said earlier that you think this all kind of stemmed from coming from a very entrepreneurial um, back um, family. Mm. That that helped you then that that kind of helped you, you know, kind of um, get get along this um, start, start this path of being a business owner. You know, do you know I'll tell the truth? Yeah, I feel like yeah. when you're a young person trying to do your own thing and you might not feel like you're getting support. I feel like right now I sound like independent, mom let me do what I want to do. But in the beginning it was not like that like that at all. So mm. like I'm not speaking so much about the good things, but there's so many things during this time, right? Um from secondary school to um to now, like during building my business, like I'm just talking about like seeing my brother bleed out after getting stabbed. My brother leaving home at like young age, like 15, me mm. and my mom having back and forth, me nearly nearly leaving home. So it was like my whole point was, yeah, I thought to myself, like my mom needs to see my vision. So what else can I do it? But I need to like, I must educate her. Like she's a, I need to remember like she's a black woman from uh, the 80s that came to this country 20 years ago. Their, their mentality in Africa is you only make it through university. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like the way things are, there's so people get famous through social media. Like people work from their phone and that pays the bills. But the older generation never see it like that because their mentality is you go work every single day and not take a break. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I basically said, uh, one day I just thought, you know what? Yeah, let me just sit my mom down and just like explain to her how things are different here. So I feel mm-hmm. like um, literally as the older I'm, we're both getting as well, number one, I learned that parents don't do things to like put you down. They do things for their, their own reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like um, also it's, but communications are very, very important, man. Literally, I feel like the older... The older you get as a teenager, you, you get closer to your parents only because when you're young and you're rebellious, you mm. end up realizing they're not trying to harm you, they're actually trying to help you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even my little sister, like she turned 11 and she's a semi pro gymnast, like that wouldn't happen if I didn't help my mom be more open minded, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, literally. So, um, so you, opened and- up her, you opened up her, her, you know, her mindset, you know, you kind of expanded it so that she could see that there was another way of, of, you know, of being successful or, you know, yeah, being successful. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And also my, my brother doing this thing was so like, yeah, my, like my, my brother doing this thing at such a young age was so like kind of showed it was possible, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And, mm, yeah. Sorry, Haroon, sorry. What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, what was I going to say? I was just going to say like, I feel like people, when it comes to success, yeah, people, um, they want the result without even, I feel like, I can only speak for my generation. I feel like my generation, we we get sold a dream like entrepreneurship is taking going to buy whenever you want, uh, money working for you, and you not put you don't you don't um put no work. That's a myth. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> the mark, the amount of hours I put into my business, like, it's crazy. So I'm saying, like, you got to invest so much. Like, yeah. I'm talking, oh, I got, you just got to invest so much. You know yeah, what I mean? You got to put your time into it. You got to put, you got to put your heart in it. You got to really, you got to grind. You know, you got to put the grind in. Yeah, <laughs> literally, you got to hustle. You really got to <laughs> hustle. So, God, fast forward. Um, obviously, you did your jewelry business and everything, mm-hmm. and. Um, you're now doing something completely different. Please enlighten mm-hmm. us and our listeners. Please yeah, tell us what, what you're doing and and um, how you got there. You know, oh, what, yes. that, this vision, you know, this vision of yours, because it's doing really well now. And I'm, you know, I think it's such a brilliant thing. Thank you. Yeah. So it's funny, COVID-19 literally, it helped me like transform my business. So my second business actually wasn't actually management. It was actually a um, social enterprise with my closest friend. So our um, social enterprise was basically it's called Elite Entrepreneurs. And it's basically the whole moral behind it was um, helping like mentorship for young entrepreneurs. And long story short, throughout our journey, we, we learned that mentorship is the most important thing mm-hmm. when it comes to young people because it, it helps you with guidance. That's so it. we've had a meeting of an investor and everything, but obviously COVID happened. And long story short, between that time, um, between September 2019 to this time last year, I had always had a had a vision about making people's dreams come true. So I, mu- I must have called up another friend of mine that's a director that works with like a few labels at like at two in the morning saying, oh my gosh, like, yo, bro, listen, like we got to create a magic company managing um, future talent. I said, oh, hold on a second. We can call it future talent management. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, literally. <laughs> and at the time, at the time I was... Um, I was I was I kept giving my my, my good friend like advice because she's a very great model. And then I remember Brand wanted to reach out to her to work with her. And she would say, Oh, go to my manager. I'm thinking, huh? Manager? I don't <laughs> mind, but cool, yeah. say no more. Yeah. A month later, I said to her, like, instead of me doing it independently, why not create into like a proper company yeah. and I have a co-founder and everything? I'll find a co-founder. Um, what do you call it? You help me find some talent. And yeah, she connected me to the artist. That's our biggest asset right now. And literally, like, poof. Literally, like we just uh we we've we've in such a small space of time we've been able. I'm so pr- my big I feel like my biggest achievement is um imagine two years ago this time three four years ago I used to sit down um watch my on my laptop watch your Apprentice now I know a few of them like, I'm working with like my favorite rappers like Are it's you? crazy oh, and, wow. and it's like Amazing. yeah love stories and, like this go on. Yeah, sorry thank you so much <laughs> yeah and it's like. Yeah. And people and some of my, my, my people keep telling me around my circles like I'm not even I'm not even like not like ten percent close to where I'm gonna be hopefully in the future and it's like I'm just you know what it is yeah at the end of the day like I don't care about the money or anything I just care about the experience like mm. the doing what you love like a lot of people complain about nine to five but it's not that it's just about finding something you're passionate about right. it makes no sense someone wants to be someone wants to be a surgeon but instead he's a pilot like you know what I'm saying so yeah, you just got to find your thing yeah mm, literally well, so yeah that's yeah, amazing that means that's great that it's it's really taken off this talent you know your 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 talent business um is, I, oh god could you sound like you've got so much experience in turn and you're so young you know you're still you're and this is brilliant that you have got so much um experience you know um setting up a business is there anything just what what any your like a top line um you can give our listeners who are thinking about setting up a business um uh, my, my top advice yeah yeah um what was i gonna say 
learn to save money because boy when i was 15 ugh, i felt that boy when i was in, when i was when I, I remember even going a whole year of no sales like, oh damn and 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 it's like sorry how and so we kind of had a little bit of a, a glitch there when oh, you were 15 if you wouldn't you mind saying saying that again i was just basically saying be financially literate yes be, um i remember when i was at 15 i went a whole year without making any sales and what i decided to do is invest like invest all the the the, the jewelry money into books so i bought a book of self-discipline uh hold on i think i got a few here actually um there's even a book i'm reading now called 50 floor power like books are so important like oh damn yeah. educating yourself it's not just doing gcse's i'm not trying to dismiss that but there's so many forms mm-hmm. also learning from the best so my mentors are people that i really admire like i always tell god like if i could get 10 percent of their wisdom then that's mm-hmm. actually my dream come true mm-hmm. so it's like learning from people and by the way when i say here it's not always everyday celebrity celebrity like stop idolizing people that live this this ideal dream now nah, man that's not it man you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah so um literally um be financially literate um learn about managing money for example recently i found out for example if you inherit a million pounds you want, you're not going to keep that the tax man's going to get 30 percent of it you know what i'm saying yeah. so <laughs> financially learning about I, I told myself how um credit school and tax works at like 15 so it's like mm-hmm. not every 15 year old cares about credit school you know what i'm saying yes. um learning about how percentages work like just make sure you're just financially literate like mm-hmm. make sure um also please stop being silly like i even decided so for my birthday to go half a son i thought to myself really like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like that's so silly like you should just stop living like um overdraft all these things like don't go in debt for again impress people you don't even like so live within your means yes literally just live within yeah literally just live within your means and um look and just remember that when when you always see people buy those material things that you want always remember to yourself which is better that little um um Louis Vuitton bag or that legacy in the future and now mm-hmm. that's how I always see whenever I'm done I remind myself there's a reason why I have this this mission and journey it's not just for me I want to be so powerful one day by God's grace where um like my my I'll, I'll be able to say oh I'm gonna send a car over for my nephew or for my niece so whenever I look at my nephew and my niece I'm thinking Uncle make you proud one day. Whenever I look at my little sister, I'm thinking like, trust me, I sacrifice my adolescence for my future. You know what I mean? No parties, nothing, just to make sure I got better tomorrow. So, yeah. Oh goodness, you've just, oh no, you just, oh my, you just (laughs) a shiver. I've just kind of, (laughs) oh, I'm just speechless by your, you know, just by your your attitude and everything, it's just brilliant. You know, it's it's just a fantastic. I just lo- I'm just love, I'm just loving hearing your you know hearing your stories. It's it's brilliant. I mean, your your friends are they very much like you? Do you surround? Have you? I'm assuming obviously you surround yourself with people who are very much like 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 yourself. Mm, so, I believe in this. Um, um, my favorite quote all time. It says. If the people around you don't aspire, you haven't got a circle, you have a cage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whew, people around me, they're literally big things. Like, oh, I got two, like, I got I got everyone around me. And I don't respect them for their accom- accomplishment. I respect them for their sacrifices. So the friend I told you about for that bought the house um, last month. Um, yeah. Do you, do you even know how he even got there? Like, he does, he got, he got into solar panels. So he's from the Philippines originally. Yeah. And he went to the Philippines a few years back. Um, to his grandma's village 
And for a whole week, there was no electricity. And he was so shocked, like, he's thinking it's 2018 and there's no electricity in my village. Like, what's going on? Wow. So he was researching how solar panels work. Long story short, he paid, like, the local villagers to set up a team to build this solar panel. It takes a lot of months and investment into. And where it basically does, it provides light for the community. And he basically sold it to, like, the lo- something like local council. I might be a bit off, but he sold it to the local council. And, yeah, man, he basically provides, he's bringing light into the community. So it was like, you know wow. what I mean? I got, I got to interview him. I need to. Hundred percent. I'll, I'll, I'll swing you over the connects, man. He just, yeah, so don't <laughs> Wow, this is incredible. Yeah. You're just making my heart sing. You know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just loving this, this conversation. You I'm know? just trying to remind you, like the younger yeah. generation might seem lost, but there's always that one percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, hopefully you'll create change. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm assuming obviously we're we're supposed to be coming out of lockdown now. I, I'm I'm assu- I mean, what have you got up your sleeve? You know, because obviously you're gonna be a little bit more we're all gonna be a little bit more freer. Have you got any a lot more freer, boy? <laughs> a lot more free. Have, <laughs> have you got anything share with us? I mean obviously I don't want you to share what you don't want to share, but is there anything you want to share with us in terms of your you know your goals or anything? Now forget, let me be cheeky, let me give you the exclusive. Actually, okay. I was meant to throw a headline show in September, um, uh-huh. a concert for my artists. Um, okay. But because of COVID, we still got everything in, in on deck. So this September, we should be throwing our headline show. We should be announcing it soon. Um, like like a couple hundred people attendance, I think 600. Um, long story short, the whole moral behind this headline show is, yeah. what's, the young, what's the one thing us young people we, we want right now is... <laughs> literally to go out and have fun with our friends right so yeah. this headline show i'm telling you now my eyes end dots you've heard of him you've heard of him <laughs> you're gonna see him do his magic on the stage you know what i mean um uh, what's his name sorry end dots so his insta is at real end dots with a z n-d-o-t-z okay yeah 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 uh, so I'll, um i'll check him i'll yeah. check him out is he is he one one to watch yeah a hundred percent like oh i'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you I'll t- I'll tell my I'll tell my children I'll tell my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I prom- I promise you they they they'll be like come on how do you know about end up like <laughs> yeah no, I believe in them I believe in them oh this is brilliant oh this is fantastic um thanks so much what else can I share I mean we could talk all all, all day can't we but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put you through that. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can talk and talk and talk, but I'm gonna have to get you one so you can get you back on so you can kind of give us an update on your, you know, on your business. But before we go, um, Haroon, what is I mean, you've given us some great pieces of advice here and everything. Um, I love what you've put here actually. You said well, the biggest lesson that life has taught you is resilience. Do you want to elaborate? Mm. Do you want to elaborate on that? So um like what I learned about it's not just business life, like mm. like getting knocked down, it's it's all cool, like it's normal, it's a human thing, like everyone gets knocked down once in a while, but it's about how many times you get up, you know what I mean? Like yeah. literally. And it's like um also in order what I learned as well, in order to stop avoid yourself to get knocked down, you gotta make sure you set yourself realistic goals, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible to achieve those goals, but Imagine I must have on New Year's Eve, um, twenty twenty. I must have went through my notes, my old phone, and it said last edited, I think twenty sixteen or something. And I was quite young; I was like fourteen or something. Um, and mm-hmm. I saw the the goals I had for myself was so unrealistic. <laughs> like I had goals like 
move out when you're 16. Um, cause my brother did that at 15. Um, do this, do that, have that done. I'm thinking, what? Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, that's silly now. So what I learned about my about myself personally is um, yeah, it's okay to be knocked down. Just make sure you get up and you work 10 times stronger. So recently as well, when our management company we lost a big shoot of a the biggest brand like in the country right now. And normally I'd get mad about it and all and for all sorry for myself, but I must have sent a lovely voice note to my business partner, and that made us even more united. You know what I mean? So, mm. literally, it's like, and this, this sounds a bit like like tough love, but no one cares. <laughs> it sounds so wrong, mm. isn't it? But when I say no one cares, I mean everyone has their problem. You, every single person, people you idolize have their problem. Yeah. So it's like I'm not saying don't vent. There's no nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying don't talk about never talk about your problems, but it's like. The one person in con- you can't play God as well. So one thing you just make sure you you empower what you empower. For example, um, COVID's happening, right? I can't play God and get Boris to open up the borders and do, stop vaccination now. Nah. But what I can do with my control is um manage with everything that I've got, all my resources. You know what I mean? So working from home, making sure I'm keeping on top of my of my medicine so that I'm healthy and not back in hospital like last week. So yeah. literally make sure, um, yeah, make make sure you're just make sure you're, you're I feel like your biggest weapon is your mind it's just about mental of perspective course. is a powerful thing literally so mm-hmm. yeah it's about how many times you get up not, not how many times you fall down literally yeah brilliant <clears throat> brilliant brilliant oh that's that's absolutely fantastic what is my last question um what is the most important message you would like to leave with us today oof most important message yeah i mean just to help you here you, you did say you you did put here um find your definition of legacy Do you want mm. yeah <laughs> yeah that one there that one there yeah um, i feel like everyone for example um one uh, they see someone else being successful in a certain industry or domain and they hop onto that for example they see their friend be successful through music they hop onto that nah find your own thing because music that might be for your friend it might not be for you for you might be your talent might be being his manager. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, find your definition and and um, what do you call it? You can be influenced by anyone's, uh, someone else's story, but don't copy that. Just do your own thing. Like literally, yeah. for my de- that my definition of a legacy personally is when I'm when I'm when when I everyone's gonna pass away. So when I'm away, like people, the young my 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 blood, the younger generation, that they're, they're they're good. You know what I mean? That like they're yeah. they're fed either financially free or they're stable in some way, shape, or form. Someone else's legacy, for example, I must have went BNM last year and a lady said how she um like she never left the, the borough. Her mission is just to like help the young kids around like the, the area. And I was like, wow, that's a legacy. Yeah. You might not have a, a skyscraper in Canary Wolf, but that is a legacy. So I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, find your own meaning of death uh, of a legacy. Absolutely. Find your own path. Find we've all we've all got different journeys. So it's very much sticking to that journey and, and finding, yeah, finding yourself and finding your passion. Mm. Maroon, amazing. Thank you so <laughs> much. What a wonderful, wonderful interview. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed your, you know, enjoyed t- my time with you. I, I've, I've learned so much, you know, just from listening to you, you know, I just, uh, my heart feels really full, you know, just hearing your, hearing your story, you know, and I just wish you all the best, all the best, with your, you know, with your, with your company, you know, and just continue, continue with the positive vibes, you know, so much, yeah. keep shining your light and keep um, being, yeah, being a good role model, 
you know, a good role model to those um, around you and to, you know, to, to like your, your, your sister, you know, your year old sister. So well done you. And yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you for your love. Thank you for sharing your heart. And um, as I said, yeah, I really, really appreciate you and your time. I really, really do. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate her. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> You're I, I like welcome. You're welcome, Haroon. And like I said, I'd love to have you back on so you can, you know, share with us your progress and everything. I'd, I'd absolutely love that. And um, yeah, our listeners, I hope you got as much value out of that conversation. A lot of inspiring words and yeah, thoughts there. So um, yeah, I hope you got something out of this because um, uh, I certainly did. I really did. And uh, remember to share this podcast yeah help me spread the message spread the word you know let's get it out there let's get the message out and help our youth succeed and again you know just check out check out my links in my bio and my obviously my website and um yeah if you're looking for a mentor or a coach you know please uh yeah look look me up you know contact me i'll be more than happy to support you so until next week Keep learning, live fearlessly, practice gratitude, love unconditionally. This is Carol Oakley. Peace and love to you all.